I heard that war has changed But I always heard war never changes I heard that war has changed But in the end it doesn't matter anyway Because this is the dawning The motherfucking wizard. The wizard. A formidable wielder of arcane magics. The wizard engages his foes from afar, foregoing close combat in favor of powers far more arcane and inscrutable, including Spectral Blade, improved Spectral Blade, and a magic missile so devastating you'll regret ever crossing paths with this rebellious foe. The Wizard. Wizard. The Wizard. The Wizard. November 6th, 2008, and this is The Wizard. Welcome to Idle Thumbs 5. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rodkin, and uh, we love video games. Yeah. Yeah, we do. They're pretty great. That's what I heard. Yeah, Sorry we're a little late this week. We all got sick. Or two of us got sick. Yes. But we're back. Nick played three. a bunch of video games, though. Nick I played, played video games. Yeah. You yeah. played Left 4 Dead at Valve's offices. Yeah, I went up to Valve. Humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. Not the adjective I expected. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. It was visceral. <laughs> there we go. Visceral. Now you're, now you're a Plus video game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now it's credible. Adrenaline pounding. <laughs> yeah. I saw. Face. I got a box today with some game, and and literally, the the back of it had a quote on it that was just like, "This is awesome." IGN.com. <laughs> I'm like, what? Actually, I think it's. I'd buy that game. Chris is going to check. Verify the box. Uh, no, sorry, you were mistaken. Oh. You are going to be blown away. <laughs> IGN.com. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, so get ready for that because you're going to be blown the fuck away. <laughs> By Gears Sequel of War 2. Game of the Year. Isn't that basically, well, explode mode? Well, Nick, you can talk about Gears of War 2 later in the show, right? Also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But needless to say, we're going to be blown away by Nick's impression of <laughs> Gears of War 2. Stay tuned for that later in the show. Stay tuned for being blown away. But first, we talked to Nick Brecken about his experiences with Left 4 Dead at Valve's offices. Yeah. Story in progress. <laughs> More 11. Yeah. <laughs> it was humiliating. Yeah, it was, it was, it, I mean, hey, it's Left for Dead. It's really good. It's a really good game. Were you left for dead? I, I, I left other people for dead. I left my oh, team for dead. Cold blooded. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how you should look so why was it humiliating? Head. Please elaborate. 
Yeah, uh, it's Valve. I mean, they've been so playing you're the game you played for, against Valve. I think and, they beat us probably. You know, I, if we played forty rounds, they beat us thirty nine and a half. <laughs> and regardless of whether you were the survivors, there or was the one round. There was one round. Yeah, in versus mode is what I'm referring to. The the mode where. You know, essentially, it's like it's like a football game where you know you start out as either the, the humans or the infected, and then um, that's just like football. <laughs> no, 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 I'm going no to explain. When, no, you know when like you're a zombie, one team is a flesh-eating zombie. Yeah, right. Force. The quarterback uh, has a rifle. Yeah, no, it <laughs> it scores you based on how you know. Other than that, it's <laughs> like a, okay, oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Trying to explain the video game I know, I for know. the readers who don't know Please, about the video the game. Listening readers, the, the listening readers. readers. Thanks for reading the us. audience ship. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I won't interrupt you anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, basically, you know, it's scored based on how far each the human side gets, and then you you flip. You know, oh, like football. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I heard it was kind of like that. Yeah, so it's American football. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah, it was humiliating. We get, you, so no matter which side you were on, you were destroyed. Uh, yeah. Do you find that I, playing as the human? Well, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you find that the versus mode is not nearly as fun as cooperative? I would no, I wouldn't say that at all. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because it's just so funny. Like, I mean, you can get completely destroyed, which yeah. is hilarious. Like, yeah. like we, you know, uh, we were playing as the humans one time, and Valve literally. I mean, we, we started, at, you know, coming out of this building. And there was a, uh, uh, just, you know, it was a rooftop level, basically. You know, the horde had just perfect ambush points yeah. that they could just jump down. Uh, and, just, and so, you know, we just walked out and we, we lasted like literally 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> that was the round. Like, like you're supposed to make it to the end of the level. We right. made it like three feet. Yeah. Like, and then Got it gives it. you the score and the people who make it to the end of the round get like a thousand points. Right. And if you don't, you get like two. Like you literally <laughs> get like four fucking points. Like it was like four to a thousand two hundred and thirty six was, was the ending. <laughs> so like even, even if, no, it's really fun though. And the game I would compare it to in a way is like Aliens vs. Predators. I don't know if you guys played the PC, yeah. you know, the old. Definitely. Um, I played it on the Macintosh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That was Monolith, right? <laughs> Uh, uh, was it Monolith? No, I'm gonna be it, wrong. And two, someone's gonna the get sequel a was. I it think was oh, Remedy or was it? Oh, okay. No, yeah. not Remedy. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of two. What? Anyway, yeah. I don't know. Either, either our, way. our readers are gonna let us. Yeah, know. they're gonna. Yeah. Who made that game? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the multiplayer uh, uh, component of that game is is similar in the way that you know you've obviously you're playing. You know, if you're playing as the humans, it's more of a standard FPS. But then the aliens is a completely different you know game type, and it's the same way with this. The infected, you know, therefore. Uh, infected plus the tank, which is you know sort of a bonus thing. Like it happens yeah. once around, and somebody becomes the tank. But anyway, there are four basic you know classes, if you will, and you don't Dudes. get to choose them. But um, they all play very differently, and most of them, the uh, abilities that they have are just hilarious. Like the, like the one guy like shoots a tongue like fifty feet and then grabs somebody you know backwards and like right. pulls yeah, them yeah, yeah. you know. So like doing the that to somebody her. is just just like the, the funniest goddamn thing in the world. Like people will just be like running around, and then you know you have to you know the, the cool thing about it is you spawn uh, on top of the humans actually, and then um, you don't actually spawn. You're in like a ghost mode, and then you walk like maybe twenty feet around the corner, and you have to be out of sight before you can spawn. You know, technically spawn. So you um you know you, you spawn really close, and you can just you can really just wait until like that guy. You know, who's like looking around the corner and, you know, they're t- you can just like imagine the other team going like, hey, Billy, catch up with the team. Like, you know, like, you know, like, hey, don't get separated. Don't get separated. And then like, yeah. you can just know, you know, he's just being a dick walking off and, you know, like doing whatever he wants to. Right. And then you, and then you teach him a lesson. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you show him what. Forget. Yeah. That's pretty great, actually. I like yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Because the, the human perspective, then you're 
You're basically, it forces you to role play as a horrible zombie movie cliche. Oh, yeah. You look around the corner, yeah. you go back around, you look around a second time, and then a dude has spawned there and, yeah. and eats your yeah. face. That's yeah. kind of great. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I approve of that. It's amazing how much, uh, I've seen some people online um, sort of concerned about Love for Dead out of worries that it won't be fun if you're playing with people who aren't cooperative. Mm. But the reality is this isn't like Team Fortress where you can all just kind of goof around and rack up a kill count. Like if you're going off on your own, you're you're pretty much fucked if you're you totally actually fucked. run into a you're absolutely like a spawn. Fucked. Like there's nothing you can really do at that point at all. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you'll run out of ammo if you even if you do manage to you know, I mean, it's not one of those things where you can cheat. I mean, they've designed no, it so that yeah. you will, t- you know, there is literally no way that right. you will survive. And, that. and it's by brute force, but that's what makes it accurate to the source material. Yeah. I mean, that's what, yeah. you know, that zombie shit's like. And so the people who try are, and do that, they will, you know, if they don't want to have a terrible time playing, they're going to learn, right. you know, pretty yeah. quickly not yeah. to do that. So There's, it's, it's really hard to be a, a griefer or non cooperative as a human because even if you directly try to team kill, you have to go through clip after, like yeah. friendly fires enabled, but, see, but you have to go through clip after clip after clip if you actually want to kill someone on your own team. Yeah. And they did that deliberately. What's great about this, though, I mean, it's it's you're you know playing as the infected. You almost that it's like the griefer side, like the, the whole the whole the you know yeah. the whole point of that yeah. is like hey you know it's a whole you know team <laughs> that is nice yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, all it's about griefing you, griefing yeah. yeah. <laughs> First, you play in the part where you have to be extremely cooperative, right. and then you just get yeah, right. to jump around. It's and, almost like they've covered both bases, yeah. you know. And but what if I just perfect. want something in the middle, you know? Little, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> where's my game? Just a little bit greasy, yeah. you know, but still kind of cooperative Yeah. Play CS. Well, the demo comes out uh, tomorrow, so I guess people today. who are... Yeah, well, today, yeah. Right, The sorry. world of tomorrow. Today. <laughs> yeah. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The future. The future. The future. Anyway, video games. Yeah, video games. Um, Yeah. Yeah, sweet. So, I mean, and you know, this is a weird game for Valve. I mean, Valve obviously has Mm -hmm. made a lot of multiplayer games, but usually, and I guess this is not not an exception, but usually their multiplayer stuff has been the result of somebody modding one of their games right. and then them picking it up. This this is, you could draw a parallel to this because it was being made by Turtle Rock using the Source Engine, but... It's not really the same thing. I mean, they already worked really closely with that team yeah. from the beginning all, anyway. Um, but it is interesting because it does introduce – it almost is kind of a midpoint between a single player well, and yeah, a multiplayer got, it game. It seems like it's got that mm-hmm. – Yeah. Yeah. That's well, stuff. it's got the whole sort of um, AI director, the the sort of directed randomness. Right. Yes. Uh, where it's it's – you know, it's Valve – they they want to get that sort of random element in. That's what that's what gives the game its replayability, and that's what that's what kind of adds to the tension of being part of the zombie apocalypse. That you never know where the guys are going to spawn or how many of them there are going to be. Right. But you know, it's still Valve, so it's still it's still controlled to a certain extent. Like you get the sense that Valve doesn't like relinquishing too much control, mm-hmm. you know, away from their their kind of direction. It's just kind yeah. of their their studio mentality. Well, yeah, I mean, and yeah. it's it's even though it's multiplayer, it's got the uh, like. What at least in sort of modern times has become a sort of Valve hallmark of really strong personalities, even in yeah. even in your single right. player character, and yeah. and the sort of Valve extremely honed genre, like genre well, specific know, atmosphere, yeah. sort of exuding, yeah, exuding. <laughs> <laughs> it's exuding. It exudes that. I don't yeah. know. Just no, no. That's true, and it's something that they've almost, you know. And I'm gonna. I, I I'm sure I'll be sliding some developer accidentally but it really feels like valve was almost the only studio or one of the only studios pushing it that hard in the multiplayer arena mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i feel like a team fortress 2 like that game if you talk to uh 
like Chet Falzek, who did a lot of the a lot of the voice work or not voice work, but but dialogue writing <laughs> in that game, uh, has more voice lines than some single player games do. Yeah, because it's just it's all built on this insane matrix of, you know, if this character is in this situation, interacting with this character. Yeah. Well, this Left 4 Dead takes that to a to, to exactly to, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it really Pushes ramps that it, up, right. it, and it's it's really really cool. Like, there, there's some really great moments. Like, you'll be walking through like uh, the beginning of a level. Um, I think it was some sort of like steam pipe room or something, and some one of the characters was just like, "Hey, man, you know the history of this steam pipe thing?" And the other character's like, "I don't give a shit." And <laughs> that was it. That was like yeah. the end of the conversation. <laughs> I was like, "Man, what a great way to just you know talk about." horror video games and yeah and those are and that's all over and, and it's not like that's way. gonna happen every time like no that's sort of yeah like, that's really you know good. there's a dice roll behind that i mean yeah. it's, i mean and there are also little things like throughout the levels like uh like internet chat like style writing on the walls like literally like all over the walls of of like the safe rooms and stuff just like i don't hilarious. know if i'm a fan of that no 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 it's it's they, they, they did it really well i mean it's okay. it's in the universe but it's uh-huh. it's uh it's done pretty well you'll you'll probably see in the demo but yeah. some sort of cake I've played the game a lot at this point, but I don't remember everything. Yeah, a little bit. Like that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I, I wanted... Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, well, I was just going to say... What was I going to say? Oh, just that, that personality <laughs> thing. I mean, Half-Life 2 Episode 2 was the only sort of single-player thing we've actually seen from Valve in a while. Well, I guess Portal, but... Yeah. That, that sort of character responsiveness thing is something that they do in their single player games as well so i mean it's not yeah although mm-hmm. in the sing- in 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 half-life well half-life portal, such a linear experience hear, that- right you'll, you'll you'll also never hear your character say anything no but like you- i mean just in half-life episode two uh and episode one when you're walking around with alex the stuff that she says oh, the way yeah, she responds right. to the That's world true, yeah right. isn't the same every time right and you can you can sort of move the yeah they, they've definitely been built they've been building that technology and yeah that i mean it's style. really cool to see that yeah. in multiplayer games because right. no one ever does that but they're also stronger than most <clears throat> In in terms of having yeah. reactive characters in single player that sort of well that that kind of also that being able to see that progress is one of the big and you know people have really strong feelings about whether what Valve is doing is episodic with Half Life and whether it's good or bad whatever fucking obviously at this point we all know it doesn't matter what it's called but some people still don't like it regardless of what it's called I really do like it and one of the reasons is because now that Valve is actually releasing something every year in some case multiple things in a given year right which is ridiculous historically for Valve. Um, I like that we you can actually see that stuff progress so quickly. I mean, mm-hmm. episode one is really when they started nailing that stuff in, mm-hmm. and then and with everything they every time they've released except for Portal, which is sort of different. Other than that, everything they've released since then keeps pushing that farther yeah. with episode two and Team Fortress two and now Left for Dead, and that's just one example of the kind of system that you, we've been able to sort of over the the course of year by year see right. Valve consistently ramp that up. It's really, really cool, I think. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there are a lot of other areas I could point to, like more specific to Half-Life where they've been improving other things, but just as something that sort of crosses multiple franchises of theirs, I love being able to see that, not in real time, but, you know, in, in some real time, more closely <laughs> approximating real time, you know, than yeah, it would no, be if they were cool. waiting six years. So yeah. I really like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Left 4 Dead is rad. I'm sure everybody yeah. listening knows it's pretty cool at this point. You will, because you're going to be playing the demo soon. But one of the things I want to bring up um, yeah. was sort of in relation to Far Cry 2, which we were talking about last week. Have you played it yet? Uh, yeah, I played the, the first hour and a half. Uh-huh. So I'm in the point, you know. So you're like, at that point where, where I just like, fucking hate the game and oh, I don't understand man. it. And, yeah. You're killing <laughs> big, me, Smalls. Piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Smalls. But no, I, I just want to almost pose a question to you because I know that you okay. are a fan of shorter, more focused games. Yeah. And the fact that you're well, such a huge fan of yeah. Far Cry 2. But let me, let me, okay, let me, let me make ahead. the connection yeah, and yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you respond, <coughs> Chris. Okay. Immediately, on I'll, the I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I will. Now, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> now, just hold on there. Yeah. 
video games. But um, it seems like, you know, with Left 4 Dead, you've got something that almost point, you know, the, the feature of the AI director, you know, is just so in your face. Like, yeah. you're not going to miss the fact that, you know, that that's going on because right. you're going to be playing those levels over and over again and you're going to see that. And it's sort of the same way with Diablo where, you know, you've got randomized, you know, uh, features that, you know, are very obvious and yeah. and something that a gamer is going to notice whether they put four hours into it or, you know, 40. Or 40. And- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... My question is, if you're a fan of, of Far Cry 2, then, you know, I mean, pe- what people are saying about this game is that, yeah, you can have all these great moments, but mm-hmm. it's not something that's immediately, uh, you, you know, in your face. And, and that's one of the things that's being criticized for. And yeah. uh, do you, would you find that like a valid okay. well, point? It's true that I like these shorter focused games, but I like them compared but to I- games that are just stretched out and padded, which yeah. I don't think is what's going on with Far Cry 2. I mean, you could make arguments that it has some of that going on, but it, it has a lot of other things going on that I think are, are amazing and awesome. I'm mm-hmm. um, like, when I, but I mean, is that, would you, would you, would you say that as like a valid criticism? Like, you know, of, of, of Far Cry 2? Yeah. The fact that it, it might take you, you know, that it, that it takes you to, you know, maybe 10 hours to, to get it, you know, cause you were, you were talking about how well, that's definitely yeah, a valid criticism. I think it's yeah. a valid criticism for sure. I, it, it didn't take me that. Everyone, yeah. I mean, I really got right. into that game instantly, but I can understand like fully, and you know, I, I mean, I don't know, Jake, what your sort of yeah. How much have you played, Jake? I'm not a whole lot further than I was okay. last week. Yeah, so. but I mean, but in terms of well, I I mean, as I said last week, it it really actually sort of grabbed me right away. I yeah, just, that's, yeah. I maybe I had more trust in the game than people who who didn't when right, they first yeah, started yeah. playing it. Yeah. That's that's a fair point. I was I was definitely I just I start out all games hating them, so it <laughs> takes <laughs> me takes me a while before I trust. Fair them. enough. No, I would say with Far Cry Two, actually, I really actually wish more people would do what Far Cry 2 does, which is exhibit that much restraint and subtlety over its world. Like, I think Far Cry 2 is pretty amazing, actually, to the degree to which it exhibits that. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a realistic world. There's no supernatural sci-fi fantasy stuff going on. Like, there's no... I mean, there's exaggerated action if you if you make there be. Like, if you, you know, go in and just fucking start blowing everything up. But, I mean, the world itself is treated with at least relative to other video games, a surprising amount of restraint. And like, and it, but it's constructed in such a way that the really cool things about it can be dis, like sort of distilled or not, dis, that's a, the totally wrong word, but sort of detected and, and kind of experienced like with those, those sort of awesome moments you end up having. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it seems to me that a few games end up doing that. That it's, it's pretty challenging if you don't have, uh, a very obvious way of pointing out, you know, what what the what those options are in the beginning of a game. You know, like in in the way that you yeah. know maybe you would start out Fallout Three and have a dialogue option, like you know, I can go this way or that way. Yeah, but see that you know? that would destroy. Yeah, right, yeah, but I mean that that then it wouldn't have that impact at all. Like, right. th- to me, the reason it works is because all of a sudden you start realizing these things are available mm-hmm. to you and you mm-hmm. the, you experience them genuinely. Like, in fact, that's a really good comparison between. I mean, Fallout Three. A, a, another great game that like I'm really, really enjoying a lot right now. Like, a, I mean, it's just fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, it's definitely a lot more cho- like sort of binary choices where he, now you can do this and then, you know, you'll you'll perceive the influence on the world and maybe it'll in, in influence the world in ways you didn't expect. But um, and there are definitely a lot of opportunities for emergent things to happen being in an open world, you know, putting things in people's pockets or stealing things or whatever. Like definitely there's a lot of that stuff going on for sure. Yeah. Um, but the focus of the game is, is more on, you know, your, your choices that are a little more enumerated. Whereas Far Cry 2 is like pretty much entirely about your interaction with the environment. 
And I don't really see any way to spell that out to the player without kind of ruining the point. Mm. There, there might be ways to, I don't know, craft it in such a way that the player is more likely to have those experiences early on. But I feel like so few games do this that it's not really a known quantity yet. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. maybe Clint Hawking will start figuring out better ways to do that. Actually, it's funny that you bring that up because this weekend I was corresponding with him and he, one of, he was telling me, he saw this happen like with a journalist, mm -hmm. you know, during like an extended play session of a few hours or something. And at a certain point, the journalist was like, Oh my God, I get it. This game is really different. Mm. This is crazy. Yeah. And he was like, well, shit, how do I, how do I convey that to you guys? Like within the first 15 minutes instead of an hour yeah. into it. And it's, it's a That's good a question, but I mean, yeah, it's a problem, but I, I don't think that should mean he shouldn't be doing stuff like this. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I really am glad someone released this game. Like I, well, it seems to be doing all right. I mean, it, it topped the PC sales chart. So yeah, I, mean, I, I hope, I, I don't know yeah. what the, you know, cons consoles will be different, right? But who just play it for an hour and then say it's dumb. If yeah. you've played Far Cry 2 for an hour and you think it's dumb, please keep playing it. <laughs> okay. A, well, I'm just saying to the readers that, you know, <laughs> no, I'm saying, okay. I, <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. You're saying you actually will. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I appreciate oh, it. Thanks Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Clint. I'm sure the thing that's tough is that part of what makes it compelling is that you, I mean, at least from what little I've played, part of part of the coolness does come sort of as a reward from you, yeah, right. being in the world sure. for long, yeah. Which kind of, uh, I think it was you and I who were talking about that. In a way, it's sort of like when you watch an old movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's it's a different thing, but yeah, like I would relate that. Yeah. Well, basically, what we were talking about is kind of like the kind of I, I don't know how universal this is, but a lot of times if I so I um going to watch a film that sort of predates a certain era, you know, like, and it's, you, you're sort of, you know, you're in for something that's like really dated, maybe even a silent film, like something that is sort of just objectively very out of date. A lot of times it's really hard to sort of actually psych yourself up to be excited. I mean, again, right. I'm really generalizing here. I don't know. So you're saying all the people who complain about Far Cry 2 are those people who watch this and are like, oh, what's the big deal? No, no, no. no that's, not what I'm, that's like not even remotely what I'm saying. Okay. I, I'm saying... <clears throat> like surely you've had well maybe you haven't but i mean i've certainly had the experience where i'm like i really want to watch this film like i've heard this yeah well i know what you mean it. you got to get and over that like, hump of, right, of committing to something right. that you know is going to be a little bit challenging right in a way. but then like once you actually get into it if indeed it actually is a great yeah. thing you know like for real and uh and you watch it and you're like oh my god this is that's tough to market though <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no it is but i mean yeah. i think i think that for Who some cares? people i'm not a fucking marketer i don't know <laughs> oh, no i was just like, bringing I'm it up as like good. well what does clint what does he do like how do you, you know how do you solve that problem <laughs> but, i mean I, that is that is a tough thing to solve yeah i, yeah. I think that that is because you can't that, do a demo i, I mean that would be the obvious way of doing it you know like you know allowing people to sort of play for an hour or however long it takes but i mean you can't do that with these games right that would be a, that would be the, a, a bad solution <laughs> I think that, that for some people, Far Cry 2 does have that problem. Not in that it's archaic uh, or anything, because it's the opposite of that. Right. But just... Uh, well, also, the fact, mean, it's sort of hindered by the fact that, it's, that it is a shooter, and that it, it seems, you know, if you look at a screenshot of it, it's you know it doesn't tell you much about why it's different. You know what I mean? Like, it, it would take a long walkthrough video before you notice why... <laughs> a long, that's why I thought you were going to say, like, a long walk through the <laughs> Long park. walk through the forest, you know? <laughs> right. A contemplative wander. Yes. Through through the jungles of Africa, <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's kind of directly related to what I was saying about the setting. Yeah, it sort of by design doesn't have some crazy, right, like insane fictional element or like world hook to it. Like it's very, it's just sort of it's a fictional African state, but it's there's nothing about it that makes it like crazy or otherworldly. I mean, it's like 
you know, this is a thing that is something like this is probably happening in that part of the world. Like, and it, yeah, probably, it's very subtle. You know, I mean, it's yeah. less it conveniently arranged like probably. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like, how do you, how do you show <laughs> what's going on? I'm in a Savannah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I love about it. Like, I love that you'll be walking around and suddenly a thing will happen that is so ridiculously plausible that it's surprising because that plausible things usually don't happen in video games. Usually things in video games are surprising because they're outrageous, you know, or completely like just over the top. But in this game, like something will happen, and it's so like when that subtle. crime lord uh, greets you on your bed in your m- malaria, like fever, <laughs> and sticks a knife into your bedstand. Real. Yeah. <laughs> well, it spoke to you me. know. You know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, that's, no, no, I, that's a specific story element. I'm talking about the actual, like, you know. I don't know. I tr- I quit after I saw that. <laughs> you guys told me it was real last week, and then <clears throat> what? Crime lord. <laughs> Prime Lord. Prime Lord. <laughs> no, I know, I totally know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like you know, just the the little moments that happen during game. Because one, I mean, I haven't beat the game yet, and I've heard that this that other weird, like crazy, surprising things start happening later. But like for the bulk of the actual gameplay, you you pretty much exist just like in this same square of this really large square of land, and uh, there isn't really an opportunity for sort of weird stuff to come and just assert itself by the will of the designer, which is really interesting like and it shows a lot of trust on the part of the designers in the player but that's something that m- not enough games do to really make players acclimated to it i get the sense that if this wasn't far cry 2 that it may have done much worse it would have been well, no one knows what this game is yeah, well, yeah I mean, we, we yeah. discussed this last week right i mean that was yeah I didn't, didn't we, we did, or yeah. two weeks ago yeah. or something yeah we probably did about why they probably chose that yeah right yes yeah we yeah, did talk about yeah. that yeah yeah. But anyway, yeah. We, yeah, we did already talk about this game, so we don't have to talk too much about it. Yeah. But. Anyway, oh, needless you know, to say, it's long, but you like it. Uh, the, but I, actually, to just tie it quickly to back to uh, Left 4 Dead, the reason I the reason that I said I had something to relate it to was because um, I just thought it was interesting how when Valve kind of does random elements and kind of dynamic gameplay, it's it's still within a sort of very tightly constricted mm-hmm. kind of rail oh, yeah. system, and then you've got Clint Hawking and his team trying to do kind of dynamic. Emergent gameplay, and it's literally just like you are in Africa. <laughs> but up, uh, go. You know, like it's, I don't know, it's sort of, but I, I, also it's got sort of that problem, the drawback of when you do anything to such a pure or extreme extent, it often ends up being kind of clumsy as a result. Mm-hmm. Like it sort yeah. of ends up suffering because it's not as tightly focused. Yeah. Like Valve stuff is all about being laser focused, which is awesome. It's what's awesome about it. But on the other end of the spectrum, you have like, let's try to do something genuinely procedurally or or, gen- or dynamically and mm-hmm. a lot of times you end up seeing the seams a little more uh in terms of the gameplay right. or at least some of the, the deficiencies but, but I mean, with every passing year as games do this more and more <clears throat> that gets tightened right. up and tightened yeah. up and more yep. and more sort of right. amazing and head exploding and head exploding yeah well that's yeah that's what i'm hoping for and and actually You're hoping for head explosion. i'm hoping for head explode mode explode mode um but uh, <laughs> actually this sort of also in a you know like a very tangential way <laughs> nick is on the verge of busting up here <laughs> He loves the explode mode. <laughs> he love loves it. it. Um, sort of weirdly ties into Little Big Planet because I feel like that's also a game that some it features ha- like, explode mode. That features ex- you know explode modes, modes. Boom. Um, but it's also one of those games that has a similar design mentality where it it's so. In that case, it's like physics driven interactions. Like that. Like Little Big mm. Planet is so single mindedly physics driven. Like every puzzle you solve only ever is solved because the thing you're doing in the world is actually physically interacting according to physics equations. Like, uh, yes, fine. 
Wait, what's your? I don't know. You can, like step on a switch in an elevator. Yeah, I was thinking of switches, but there's that's there's oh, no yeah. physics well, involved in that fucking <clears throat> elevator. No, I know what you mean though. Sorry, for, sorry for saying. <laughs> no, that's fine. I can name at least fifteen interactions. in <laughs> Yeah, time, that's true. I guess physics. there's a few like switches and stuff, but uh, but in terms of you know interactions between objects, like sort of just yeah. that are that are placed in the world, like it's all. Yeah, I mean, most of the most of the most fun interactions come out of the physics, whether it's right sort of player to player or like you grabbing onto shit. <laughs> The best, of course, is when you grab onto something and then four, four other, <laughs> yeah, yeah, three four, other guys three, grab yeah, onto yeah, you yeah, and then, then you, you swing yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get all dragged down into a pit. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, <laughs> since last week, Chris and I have played, oh, I don't know, probably four or five hours of, yeah. of yeah. online Little Big Planet. Yeah, it was and actually the first I'd, I'd really actually gotten into the game for more than like a press demo's worth. Yeah. It would be safe to say... <laughs> You're going to be blown away, IGN.com, <laughs> by Little Big Planet. Yeah. But I have to say, like, I mean, I was expecting to enjoy the game, but I enjoyed it way a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, for sure. I guess I didn't really think about how much I didn't, I would or wouldn't enjoy it. But like, <laughs> you didn't pre-quantify right. You know, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't, didn't really assign an, a, do an action value. preview. Yeah, during the beta, since I don't really have any friends, and I don't even have a PS3, <laughs> so I was playing it at the PS3 at work, um, it was just me by myself, and I didn't even really take the game online. And I thought it was amazing and totally fun, but uh, for those of you who have Little Big Planet and don't have that many friends laying around, uh, you're missing out on why the game is amazing. Like even just yeah. playing it online by yourself, Nick, <laughs> I don't think I don't think can compare because I mean, yeah. it's called out there, man. yeah. Just playing that game co-op, but also like co-op locally. Probably I could imagine four four people locally would be great, but when yeah. we were playing yes. it, two people locally and two people. Uh, randomly selected, randomly online. selected online. Uh, it was great. Like sometimes we'd run into two random dudes, or there was a there was about an hour in there, and we were playing with a guy and his friend who also seemed to know each other. Right. Um, they were probably. They, I think they were playing they remotely. Were, yeah, but, but they, they were. But they were in the same party or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They were in the same party. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you seem. What video games? But uh, it, it's yeah that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to keep saying that it's amazing and that you will be blown away. But <laughs> what's sort of funny is like even if you don't have voice chat on, you can kind of tell like the personality of God, the people does, who are does playing. It, like, okay, actually, that's something I wanted to talk about. I I don't own a PlayStation Three, but I guess it's safe to assume that PSN does have voice chat. Yeah, you. It just there's no. I don't even think there's an official thing. You need like a Bluetooth. Thing. Please do not. There is use an official voice thing coming out <laughs> when you're playing Little Big Planet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I haven't actually played with. Voice I, I mean, chat. if you're playing with one of your friends specifically, then yeah, well, go like, ahead. But it just it's uh, the voice chat, please. Yeah. Like, what he said don't use voice chat microsoft is here to just gag me and throw me under the table um like we were playing it without without voice chat it was basically I think, just uh, i think they missed us yeah they, oh, thank goodness we're good uh but so i mean chris and i could talk to each other obviously because we we're sitting next to each other but the dudes we were playing with they couldn't and uh little big planet allows for all sorts of hilarious interactions <laughs> yes uh, and what i like what I like about not having voice chat is it actually reminds me a lot of, of online games before voice chat, which yeah. I, I still yeah, sort of prefer. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, you're allowed to basically sort of project what you want the other right. guy to be doing onto that guy. like <laughs> By doing it or acting in a way that yes. suggests... Right, well, I mean, like if, yeah. that, if that guy... Like in Little Big Planet, you can change your character's sort of face, facial expression and mood. 
But like, if you do something retarded and the guy looks sad, you can assume that he maybe is just <laughs> right. fucking around. Or if he's if he's <laughs> laughing, you know, he's probably just laughing because he thinks you're doing something funny. But if it was on XBLA where everyone wears a microphone all the time, he would probably be calling me a faggot for for, for <laughs> knocking his playthrough yeah. time down or missing right. the jump. I wrote an article about this like like maybe six months ago, just how voice chat really changed gaming, like multiplayer gaming a lot. Yeah, it's and shit. sometimes to the point where yeah, it's just depressing. <laughs> like I, I would much prefer to you know play without voice chat for them for the most part just because yeah it allows for one of the one of the coolest and yo, so it was, the, yeah. the, in, but in, in little big planet jake and i we spent way too much time like taking this uh like you can affix decorations to your character yeah you can affix the the stencil texture stuff but you can right. also just take full 3d objects that you've picked up and, and, like, and, and like just glue them to yourself <laughs> right yeah like so we took these massive peacock feathers <laughs> and just fucking covered ourselves with them so we were essentially just these like huge walking <laughs> tufts of like yeah. crazy feathers like that would obscure leaves, half the screen yeah. <laughs> if we were like in the the, the <laughs> we, we always sort of realized a moment too late that we were probably going to be the biggest assholes in the world because we'd, <laughs> we'd hit quick play and then it would match us up with a guy and like we'd watch him you know play through the level for about 40 seconds then he'd get to a save point and these two huge like feather and leaf monsters would just rip out of the save point and take up a third of the screen and then we would inevitably of course just start dancing around and like smiling and waving and to make ourselves look as much like tourists as possible, like while smiling and waving, we kept taking out the camera and snapping pictures all over the place of yeah. just us like dancing around. Yeah. But th- the thing that I thought was great and amazing about Little Big Planet, maybe because it's new or maybe just because the game sort of promotes you fucking around and not really taking it that seriously, at least not if you're welcoming other people to online play, is that it seemed like basically 100% of the time, the dude who we ended up like, <laughs> who's basically level we crashed as crazy bush peacock feather guys, would always just turn to the camera and smile and wave or yeah, like start yeah. throwing us around. Like whenever we took a, whenever we took a picture, he would always like totally pose for it and get into it. And this happened like time after time. But it don't. It did definitely make me feel like a weird like foreign tourist who doesn't yeah. understand the language or know what's going on. And he's right. just like, okay, <laughs> oh, I'll smile for your picture, you crazy idiot. Yeah. And then occasionally we tried to actually play. Like with the peacock shit, and it was the most it was, impossible. It was terrible. It was it was pretty bad. But yeah, I mean that game. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. There were there was a time like people are so nice in that game so far. Like that's a I know a that is the weird thing about like, it, isn't it? Like so you, nice. you feel like yeah. you're always been even nice. just playing it straight, like just going through like a hard level. Like people yeah. like wait for you as yeah. you as you're like getting yeah. over the yeah, shit. Well, like, they don't even like that was the best part. And, and like, yeah, like, probably if they could talk to you. They'd be like, "Hey, hurry the fuck up!" Yeah, yeah, right, hey, exactly. Come on, yeah. asshole! What the fuck? Right. Maybe they, but wouldn't. like, you know, maybe not. That, yeah, I don't know. But, well, maybe, maybe not. But either way, this maybe like, they're all just sort of you know, ameliorates it a bit. And like, even if they might have the tendency to do that, it's like, well, what am I going to do? I'll just wave I might at as him. well be like patient. Well, and, they're like, all PlayStation Three owners. They've got their one good game. They're pretty happy to be playing <laughs> something, right? Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, like one of the one of the first things that happened when we when we started. someone's going to complain about that. <laughs> that was PS Three burn. Yeah, it was burned. I burned them. Anyway, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, just when when Chris and I first started playing, it was the first time we'd really played online. Just sort of we I, we we jumped into a couple things that like broke, or the guy left immediately because he's an asshole. Fucking Little Big Planet players. But uh, <laughs> the first sort of real multiplayer experience was with like we we showed up dressed in like eight hundred stencils on our face and like four flowers oh, yeah. attached because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And there's this dude like in like in perfect Roman armor, and we just watched him like rape a level in half basically. And it was like this guy's amazing. Yeah, he's gonna hate that we're here. But like we well the I mean it was we looked like the biggest douchebags ever. This guy. It was amazing. Like he had a cape. 
he had like a full set of yeah. like gladiator shit and like a sword and like <laughs> uh, like the helmet with the brush on the top, like yeah. the Martian yeah. guy. He looked and, like, like he was there just to basically kick Little Big Planet's ass. Right, in, like, and he would way. be like on a moving platform and like just looking forward like into the future as his cape like billowed out behind him. <laughs> like it was hilarious. And then and yeah, we were sitting like, and then we how do we play like, this level? Yeah. I don't even know how we get in. And then he had to save like, point. Fought off and like dying and like <laughs> yeah. It was it was sad, but needless to say, uh, when we completed that level finally, uh, that guy <coughs> didn't kick us out of his level, and uh, he basically gave us a tour of a huge amount of cool things in Little Big Planet, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, all without was, speaking to each other. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was the guy who showed us the Mega Man Two music level. He showed us the <laughs> oh the light, man, the that level's insane. The lightsaber level that everyone likes to play for some reason, even though it's not even very though it good. Sucks, yeah, <laughs> those music levels are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. like holy shit. Yeah. That would take you forever to get through. Anyway. Yeah. That, that was also the guy who was there for like the ultimate thing, which was the... Oh, the four-player extravaganza. Can four people like, swing from, <laughs> yeah. from four different vines in a row? Because in Little Big Planet, as you've probably seen in the videos, or because you're playing Or because you're playing it right now. There's... Uh, Man, we're just going, Little Big Planet's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, it was mile the best. A minute. It was the- Steve, good thing Steve's not on this week. He hates Steve this game. Steve hates this or game. Or assumes he'll hate this game. He, I don't think he's actually played it. He should come play it. Steve, if you're listening, come play it at Chris's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, there's, you know, there's the uh, sort of, like, uh, basically just a vine or a, a rope with a, with a thing attached to the end that you can grab onto and swing around. Like, a, you know, a lot of, a lot of platforming games have those. Yeah. Uh, but there's some in Little Big Planet that if, if you grab onto it, it immediately zips up into the air to transport right. you to another it's like location. A, yeah, it's springy. Yeah. yeah. So we're all, all four of us are playing this level. And the first thing that happens, obviously, is one guy jumps up and grabs it. He goes <laughs> right. flying away. Right. The camera pulls away and we all get timed out and explode. He realizes that that was retarded. Goes back down. We all try that five or six times. We finally all sort of start bouncing. I mean, this was probably like ten like, minutes yeah, of trying again and again. It was sort of figured out though that if we if we sort of go one, two, three, go, yeah. we could all and jump we, on. Right. It got to the point where we were all, we were all sort of doing little like fake preparation jumps right. to get us right, all right, synced right. up. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. But then of course, once we all managed to get up to the top, we realized that the next step in this level was that you all had to well, whether it was jump like for from one, one person vine or, yeah, to the next, you had to jump like, from one to the next and. That took an additional like fifteen tries, but then we yeah. finally got two, three, four, and it was it was the most amazing co op experience that I think I've pl- had in like in years. I don't know. I think ever. I don't know if I've ever had yeah. as compelling like, like a real co op experience. We were talking about earlier with the physics based sort of grabbing onto stuff. The fact that like there would be these near misses where one person would jump a little bit late, and then you'd think you're going to fuck it up, but they grab onto the legs of another guy, so it just turns into a crazy trapeze act with right. with <laughs> yeah. four sack boys sort yeah. of just flipping around and barely yeah. grabbing onto each other. Of course, right after we made the fourth jump, a network error happened, and we lost awesome Roman Gladiator guy <laughs> yeah. and our other friend that we'd picked up somewhere, uh, which was too bad. But then we met a guy uh, with a raffle hat, and then we met a guy dressed as a tiger. So oh, yeah. the tiger guy was into the pictures. Like, that guy was a furry, like, for sure. And he liked getting <laughs> yeah, he his kept, picture taken. He kept, taken. like, grabbing you? Yeah, he kept humping me with... with like grabbing and then moving, I guess. I don't Good thing you didn't have voice shit on for that. I know, yeah. <laughs> like, but he but seemed, he seemed like, really po- cool. Because no, he seemed cool. He posed for every picture. He was very good-natured. Yeah, we totally <laughs> defeated some evil Just robots saying. with that guy. It was pretty great. Yeah. Anyway, um, was busting up. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. Uh, Pose for the pictures. He did. He did. It was great. <laughs> it was weird. Guys, like at home with his sixty cats. Like <laughs> <laughs> he wants me to pose. <laughs> I'll satisfy him. <laughs> In summary, Little Big Planet multiplayer is pretty damn amazing, and please play it forever. Yeah, I guess. Yep. I guess I never told my Clay Gollum story in this. So we'll tell that, and we can take a break. Okay, yeah. We'll be right so, back. This was this was in Diablo two. 
Oh, you're telling it now. I thought you were going to tell it after the break. Oh, I can tell you. No, now. Well, I guess do a cliffhanger, maybe, right? Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's just do it. <laughs> One time. We'll be back in five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's no cliffhanger to the audience. There's no break. Oh, shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I was. this was probably five years ago in Diablo 2. I, I don't know why. Okay, well, whatever. So I was playing Diablo 2. <laughs> and if anyone knows, in Diablo 2, I'm sure a lot of people have played the Necromancer in that game. And you can summon golems. And whenever you summon a new golem, it like desummons the old golem and leaves uh kind of just like a little pile of clay yeah. on the ground where that golem was but it looks kind of like a little pile of poo yeah, yeah. it's just like a little brown like right. stain kind of pile thing yep. and yeah you put it in the glove maybe <laughs> one of the things i remember people always doing in diablo 2 like as the sorceress was just casting some like ice shield or something spell again and again and again frozen armor yeah frozen armor yeah so just frozen like armor. character is just doing like armor, a little Chris. like pew, 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 just like a weird little repetition of her hands yeah i don't know how to describe this audio, audio <laughs> <laughs> with I think sound. Pew, pew, was pretty much got yeah. it well you know pew, like pew. just like create like a little like <laughs> sort of looping animation with her hands and yeah she, and then you were all like right and so i'm like i'm like i'm gonna do that with my necromancer it'll be hilarious maybe i'll make a gif out of it and so you know i'm like and so I'm GIF. sitting there, a, a jiff, a jib, a gib. And so uh, I'm like sitting there desummoning my necromancer over and over, just basically resulting in like piles of crap all over the uh, all over the ground. This was in like the, the Act 1 town. And mm-hmm. I was in a game with – I just joined a random game to do this. Yeah. And there was one other dude who was in there who was like d- doing some very methodical sort of item run or something where he had to come back to the town constantly. And he he came back at one point, and I there was just like crap all over the ground, and he was like, "Dude, stop! You're like making the town look ugly, and I can't see my shit when I drop it to like swap things out or whatever." And I'm like, "Uh, whatever." And so I just like sat there like crap, and this was all typed, obviously, and uh, I just sat there like crapping out more golems. And he came back, and for some reason, this like really irritated him. I, I don't know why. He would come back and be like, "Dude, stop! It looks like shit. It looks gross. Like, stop! This is really stupid. It's making everything really hard to see on the ground." <laughs> And I'm like, ha poop. And so I just kept like desummoning my gum. And I started getting like so involved in it that I started actually doing it like in a grid, like line by line. <laughs> so I would cover like, because it was all sprite based. So like every single ground text. And I sat there for like a good hour, maybe just like desummoning my guy and like desummoning my guy, like moving over, you know, a couple pixels, desummoning him again, moving over a little more, desummoning again, like in the right, in the same place. I had to buy a billion, like, mana potions and stuff to be able to keep doing this indefinitely. <laughs> I had to buy 874 mana potions to keep up a spawn rate of 3.6 golems per second. Uh, so anyway, I was doing that a lot. And, <laughs> and I just kept... I just kept going, and I thought this was – I don't know why. I thought this was the funniest goddamn shit ever, and this guy just kept coming back. And he couldn't leave the game because he needed – he was trying to, like, clear something or, like, yeah. do, achieve some goal. Like, maybe he was trying to work his way to a boss or something, and he didn't want to create a new game and, like, waste whatever, you know, progress he'd made or whatever. And right. I was like, dude, fucking get out of my game. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, boop. I just, like, <laughs> I was not stopping. And I just went and I just created, like – Basically, a horrible, shitty, shitty, shitty town of of the Rogan cabin, and it was just the whole screen was brown. It was fucking <laughs> gross and awesome. And, and then uh, you killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't even remember how it ended. I at one point I had Sweet. a screenshot like uh, you showed me that Chronicle. Yeah, it, that was like years a time ago. lapse. I, I've I lost it ages ago with a hard drive failure, but uh, yeah. 
Wow. Those were the days. Those yeah. were the days. It was. I, I like doing stuff like that in games. I don't like actually killing people in games, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I like to right. like, maybe enrage. You want to keep them alive to, yeah. to you know in misery. Yeah. Shit to have right? your yeah. fortress team. Well, it's like that's that too actually, easy. That doesn't actually I want them to you, suffer slowly. Actually, cause you <laughs> any fucking discomfort or like irritation at all unless you let it. Like it's not like right. you can't stand it's not like I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing anything that's actually like impacting. Dude, it makes it hard to see stuff that he drops. Yeah, yeah. Right into the golem. Into the poop. <laughs> into a poop. Poop glove. We'll be back in a few minutes. Or to you, no minutes at all. Wizard. The wizard. The wizard. Uh, so we're back, huh? Oh no! Oh jeez! Oh no! Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, Stardock announced a game <laughs> this week—a computer game. Yeah. Oh, is it for computers? It's for computers. It's for the PCDL. PC a personal computer. A personal computer. Man. Oh, uh, like, we like had micro computer. Uh, we had Brad Wardell of Stardock in the office last week to talk about it before the announcement and. It is basically their successor to Master of Magic. Wizard. It's sort of their personal <laughs> sequel to that. <laughs> just, just, just bring okay. it down. We gotta get it talking about games. It's sort of the personal. <laughs> it's like a, it's a sequel. It's like, it's like a, a personal wizard. Yeah, it's, it's a, a spiritual sequel. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because they tried to get the real rights to Master of Magic. Yeah. <laughs> From the rights oh my god okay they tried to do that sorry <laughs> wouldn't let them have it i don't know if we're gonna be able to have any rational discussion about anything that can be compared to a wizard um the ga game is pretty cool i think um it's it's a turn-based fantasy strategy game uh so they're definitely trying to position themselves, I think, as the uh, sort of PC strategy kind of go-to company. Um, and it's funny, actually. I was talking to the Ironclad guys. We had them in the office recently, too, and they're kind of saying that they were initially reluctant to sign with – like, they're the guys who made Sins of Solar Empire. Yeah. And they're saying they're actually initially reluctant to sign up with Stardock because Stardock – um, puts out galactic civilizations and they're like well you guys are our competition like right you're also making a space strategy game on the pc for like sort of a niche targeted hardcore audience like why would i mean you're the guys we're going up against and and stardock was basically like well how about you know we'll we'll like help Just each other out the market and like yeah we'll be the turn-based guys and you guys can be the real-time guys and together we'll completely like be the the sort of masters of masters of stuff that's Magic. Few people that's cool. Like, yeah, a fairly non-evil team up, possibly. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's like they're, they're such cool companies that it's hard to yeah. ascribe sort of evil values to them. Yeah. Um, for now. <clears throat> for now. Yeah, but but for now they're awesome. Apparently. Yeah. No, they're cool. It's funny actually. The um, uh, I'm kind of getting off the topic of Master Magic here, I guess. But um, the Stardock guys are uh, they have their roots in a company that was formed back in the '90s called Barking Dog. And they made right. like an expansion for Homeworld, if you guys remember that game, like yeah. the um, Cataclysm Relic game. Yeah, they made Homeworld Cataclysm. And then they got bought out by uh, Rockstar uh, Vancouver and I guess made Bully. Vancouver. <laughs> like they that was the Bully studio, right? Uh, yeah, I believe <clears throat> yeah. so, yeah. 
And it's, um, I guess a lot of the core guys, like, it was probably cool to be working for Rockstar, but I think they actually kind of wanted to get back to their... It's like a Rockstar lifestyle. Like a Rockstar. I've heard it's actually kind of <laughs> not if you're not part of Rockstar North. It's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, those guys cast such a shadow over everyone else. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I think they, they kind of were itching to get back to that, that PC kind of segment where they have a little more control. <laughs> Ironically, over. getting back to being cooler than when they worked at Rockstar Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because I feel like these days, you know, for a lot of developers, they feel like PC, when when you get into PC at the kind of niche level, it's kind of like a step on the road towards consoles. Right. Which I think is kind of a shame. Like, I think that's kind of an unfortunate attitude that... Well, I mean, I think a lot... Actually, that kind of seems like a 90s thing or like a... Like, it, it feels like not... I don't mean to say this console generation, but sort of where we are right now in time, yeah. especially with digital distribution <laughs> coming up and with the PC sort of becoming a wasteland for a, a little while there, aside from MMOs and a few notable yeah. titles... Yeah, I feel like it seems to me like this is completely unresearched, but it feels like developers are are feeling like they can make they can make sort of a name for themselves in that space right now on the PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. which is no, cool. The, the I mean, we're hearing, definitely we're hearing a lot of like, from a lot of cool titles yeah. from a lot of not very big developers again right, on the PC, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where the PC has always actually been good. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No. No. That's a good point. But yeah, so these guys anyway kind of wanted to get back to that because um, that's kind of what they grew up playing and and liking and wanting to develop. And so some of them left and, and formed uh, Ironclad Games and pitched Sins of a Solar Empire. I mean, you know, some people might know this story already, but I got a lot of cool details on it from the guys directly. So, and I just thought it was pretty cool. So I wanted to pass it on. They, you know, they, <laughs> Nick is, Go ahead I'm sorry, Jake is giving me shit. Um, but, uh, so they, they had this, <laughs> he just made a motion with his hands that he was giving me shit. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they, uh, you know, they had this concept for this, this, uh, Real-time strategy game. And apparently, like, they literally pitched it to, like, every single publisher you could ever imagine and were just rejected by everybody. Doesn't really surprise me. but I know, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. But, I mean, like, it's – it's it's because Stardock ended up being such a fitting comparison yeah. that you wouldn't think that was, like, the last resort. That's true, yeah. But it kind of was. You know, they are like – they didn't even think it was a good idea. Mm. But Stardock convinced them. And it's a good thing they did because that game ended up selling ridiculously well. Yeah. The game was developed for, like, under a million dollars. Or something mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. I mean, that's truly amazing, and it's sold. It's edging up to a, to a million sales now, like actual sales, not just just units right. shipped. And uh, a, a lot of those, a good portion of them, are via digital distribution. I mean, it's a ridiculous success story. Yep. And uh, it's really cool to see. And um, that's like the kind of thing that I think the PC is really best positioned to capture. Like the the consoles seem to be getting a lot more of the. Um, Success stories for the really super small indie games, right? right. Like the yeah, sort of yeah, grades yeah. and the Castle Crashers and stuff. Right, but that, actual sort of small dev houses are right. Seem to be doing pretty well. Still want to make like full scale games, like right. Sins with Solar Empire is a full on like I don't know I don't know what the word to describe it is, but it's a full sized kind of video game. Yeah, yeah, like it's a you know there's a lot of a yeah. lot to it, like and it feels very polished. The consoles kind of have like the indie rock equivalent of like what id Software and Apogee were doing. <laughs> back back in the nineties, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean that in a very literal sense. <laughs> yeah, but on PC, you're sort of seeing it's this weird, sort of cool middle ground, right? Which is which yeah. is really cool, and that's kind of how I sort of think of the PC, like historically. I feel like a lot of a lot of publishers. Oh man, God, we're I should get back to Master Magic because they announced that. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's kind of cool. It's like um, they they want it. They basically wanted to make a, a. It's not actually Master of Magic. It's called Elemental. Wizard um, of Magic. Elemental of Magic. It's their spiritual successor to uh, to Master of Magic, and it's a it's a obviously a turn based fantasy strategy game. But they're they're basically trying to just make it really 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 uh, customizable and right. open. So right. I mean, you can 
they said they're going to put in support up there where if you actually have a 64-bit PC and enough RAM to support it, you can make a map that's so huge that would it would take you and your buddies three years to get through it. Like if you actually want to do that. And they were like, well, you know, D&D campaigns sometimes take that long. I'll have to take the word f- for that. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, theoretically, I guess that's what they say. And you that, can do that's that. That's a cool theoretical limit. Of yeah. Well, I mean, if yeah. it's, it's, cool, it's pretty easy to imagine sort of having that kind of passively going on. Because it's a turn-based game mm-hmm. where, you know, like every week you play a few turns of it. Or every day you play a couple turns of it. And it just sort of is always there going on. It's that's kind cool. Of a, it's kind of a cool idea. And uh, it also has a spore thing where... You can make your own mods right, yeah. and make your own cha- tweak things and make your own races, make your own maps and upload them. And those will just get seeded into people's games. And they were sure to note that they thought of that idea before that stuff <laughs> yes, was, shown, yeah, 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 was yeah. shown in Spore. So. That's cool. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that's just the direction a lot of that stuff's going to go. Yeah, but not yeah. too many people have done it yet. So no, Little Big Planet, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Little Big Planet is... Well, it's not quite... It's, it's more like It doesn't quite actually push it on your machine, right. but it's... But, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, you can get instant the, risk-free, the like effort-free makes, access yeah, right. to, to yeah. other people's it's a, stuff. It's a cool development, okay. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, there's not too much information on this game yet, I guess. I don't know, Nick, if you know anything else about it. Not really, no. Yeah. I've been doing other stuff. But, yeah, that's yeah. really cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it, they, they actually said that they, they, it's coming out in, like, I guess, quarter one of 2010. And I guess they right. said they really like how they've been doing the releases, so they're going to just basically release one game every year coming out first quarter. Um, they're going to just skip the holiday rush, which I think is a great idea. That's a really good move. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they've got Demigod Wizard. from Gas Powered Games coming up in 09, quarter one. After that, Elemental, after that, you know, whatever else. They're hoping to keep working with Ironclad and Gas Powered on more third-party, like more collaborations. That's so that'll cool. be cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just Stardock. There's a bunch of stuff about them. They're cool. A good company. <laughs> yeah. They make video games. <clears throat> Computer games. That are fun. Computer games. It's a game. Yeah. So uh, we can move on to Reader Mail, I guess. Sure. Did you guys have any other things? I would love to listen to some Reader Mail be read by you. All right. Listener Mail. Uh, I think it might be Reader Mail. Reader Mail. <clears throat> okay. Like Reader Rabbit. <laughs> Did you guys actually play those games? I've played those games. I played Reader Rabbit. I had the Apple IIGS version of Reader Rabbit, which contained speech. <laughs> so when the word no, damn came had... up, I would laugh. <laughs> but it was D-A-M. I don't think I had a speech thing almost. Apple 2GS it's the shit yeah I bet Dude. fancy pants Apple fancy pants Apple that's <laughs> what they call me that's what they call me. <laughs> Jake's fancy pants Apple the wizard Rod Kim Poo Glove you can call him Poo Glove no. I guess call you can. me Boost okay <laughs> um, alright uh, A-N-S that might be a crazy like UK spelling of Ian S says I often feel that games come out in groups, for want of a better word, that are distinguished by their similarities. You'll get a certain type of game that exploits a new storytelling mechanic or setting, which other games will copy. What drives producers and storytellers to bring out a glut of games along similar lines? Is it just a wish to capitalize on a new type of story that has been successful and ride on its coattails? Um, Do you guys feel, and I guess here's an example of this, do you guys feel as I do there's been a marked decrease in games with stories about terrorists type patriotic nonsense? There is a spate of that after recent world events. Thankfully, the jingoism seems to be slackening. What do you think is driving that? Have studios realized, man, this is a lot of questions. (laughs) Have studios realized that the public are sick of it or just feeling that the zeitgeist has moved on and as a result are reflecting the mood of the times? Leading on from that, do you feel the more successful games are those which capture the moment or those that break out to provide a more timeless setting? I'm thinking World of Goo here, for example, and that the most enduring games are those that destroy the mold first. Norfolk and Clue, Thumbs Tourist. If you need 
If you feel the need to take the piss out of the Nick for being lame, be my guest. I kind of agree sometimes. Okay, when I said recent events, I mean in the last eight years. So not that recent. Sorry, colon, uh, dollar sign. N apostrophe N apostrophe C. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much. I would say that the uh, the recent election of Barack Obama has definitely <laughs> reduced the number of sort of jingoistic terror-themed games. Yes. Definitely. But yeah. in the last eight years, I would say video games. <laughs> yeah, it's I like mean, the Armageddon Deep Impact question, isn't it? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah, why does that happen? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Classic disaster films. <laughs> yeah, I, Ants, Bugs, Life. We can just go on forever. Um <laughs> Yeah, I would say that probably in games, that's more of a function of, well, maybe not with subject matter. Subject matter is sort of a a different thing. But in terms of mechanics and types of storytelling, which was his first thing he brought up, I would say it's more of that. (laughs) Like Gears of War came out. Let's make everything that have a cover system. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't don't think, I mean, it's kind of just how game design works. It's like, also games are young enough that when people figure that shit out, it's like, oh, that is a pretty good idea. Like the, the Halo style twin stick control, like that kind of thing. It's like. Once somebody does, there are certain things where once somebody does them, it's like, why would we not? Do right, this? you would you would potentially be reinventing the wheel, like nearly exactly, nearly right. a literal uh, reinvention <laughs> right. of the yeah, wheel. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, so. I mean, you could. I mean, the the Valve style, really hard, in first person kind of storytelling. It's taken a long time for that to catch on, but it. Right, but I mean, once they did that, people sort of more. looked at it and said, "Okay, this is actually inherently right. This is like this is a really strong." Right. I mean, not like, everyone thinks that for sure. But, no, but you know. well, okay. But yeah, like I don't, make I don't mean inherently right in, at the exclusion of any other type of first-person storytelling. But, but people, you mean people it, can look at that and just be like, "This is you've pared it down to a really nice like essential week, and we can yeah, build right. stuff on top of." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you know, and I mean, I, like yeah, the the Halo first-person shooter controls the same thing. Where it's like this, this is a, such a valid like core for how a, a thing should control that you. It just becomes an actual building block for how right. you make games and not you're ripping off the feature of how Halo controls. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that pisses me off when people say that sort of stuff, too. Sorry. <laughs> what, really? Like you're ripping off how Halo <laughs> Well, like, oh, this is totally just a rip off of Halo because it's dual stick or like, yeah, I don't know. People, people have... Yeah, you're anyway. doing that. Yeah. <sighs> Sometimes you shoot guys. So, I'm yeah. Shooter. But, um, about the terrorist stuff, I don't know so much. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean... I, I, I'm sure that it is, in reality, not any sort of grand conspiracy or... I mean, it's probably sometimes a conscious decision where someone says, I played this and I thought it was great. I'm going to make my own thing. Or alternatively, someone says, this is great. And then they accidentally make a derivative thing because they maybe aren't so aware of what they're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Or someone says, I'm going to rip this off. I mean, there's there's just sort of a mix. Or like in the case of terrorist theme games, whatever, if you're living in America and you're the sort of person who was extremely like impacted by September 11th, it might be on your mind. I don't know. There's a great example of this like, there's, there, but there's just. I but I just can't quite think of it. <laughs> I know there's like Thanks. an example of what you're he's saying. saying. You're thinking no. of, of Beachhead 2008. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Or 2005. Sorry. <laughs> no, but I mean, like just recently, there there were two games that came out that were incredibly similar and they had similar philosophies. And I think maybe one was, one was like, like a third person game, one was a first person game, but it, they they were more or less like, referring to Baja and Baja 1000 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? Have you seen that? There's the, those two. Those two, like, or whatever the hell that game was called. Jesus, I, I can't know remember. What you're talking about. It's these two, like, <laughs> tr- truck racing on the beach. Oh, I know style what you're talking about. Yeah. And one came out, uh, and I think that it was Sega, and then another one came out, and then the box art was almost exactly the same, and the title was the same, but it had a number after it. <laughs> what? And the, like, but the box art looked identical. There was, like, a sort of white truck with stripes going over, like, a muddy, like, hill in the foreground with, like, a red truck in the background, and the angles were the same. The logos were, like, almost exactly the same. <laughs> 
I think I saw it on the Wired Game Life blog uh, recently. But anyway, oh, wow. I totally am not aware of that. Mm. I don't think it was were a they like budget thing. I think, titles? I mean, I think I think one was a sort of semi-budget Sega title, and the other one was a super-budget title. And I think that was just games. Sometimes are derivative because they're stupid video games. But <laughs> yeah, right. But like stuff like this about like why are so many things exactly the same? I think a lot of times people, especially people who are game or genre fans on the internet, <laughs> right, uh, really yeah. like to like to sort of imagine or hope that there's some sort of conspiracy or that everyone's a fucking suit who doesn't know <laughs> right. what they're doing. Yeah. But I, I mean, in yeah, reality, there's true. probably a huge, huge variety of reasons for why that happens, and it just, you know, also a lot of video game designers have the same influences, like. Just well, yeah, also, everyone oh, who yeah. makes video games is a big dork. Right. Why are there so many games and also, derived from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> right. <laughs> Must be like a fucking marketing guy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But like, yeah, no, that that actually but, is a really common trait of guys on the internet to sort of just immediately at the drop of a hat jump to the conclusion that a team of marketers is right. at, well, and like, the other thing the is result of every especially decision bef- ever especially made. before the games come out, well, or yeah. if they're looking at two games like Borderlands and Rage, I don't and they're like, to be implying oh, that. look at that, it's the same game. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. How is, coincidental! But it's directly not. at you, Ian uh, Norfolk and Clue. That I made fun of your name, kind of, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, just like even just like at Telltale, we make Sam and Max games. The number of times that we've sat in a room and sort of like. Uh, people have come up with a storyline for something and people are totally psyched about it and it's actually born out of like two days of people just shooting, shooting the shit and sort of honing this down and then someone's like yeah that was like that Venture Brothers episode and it's like oh <laughs> yeah right <laughs> alright well I, I guess that it is and uh, okay I mean it's not like we it's not like, like the writers go into a room watch the Venture Brothers and go oh gold comedy gold <laughs> and then like walk out of the room with like the puzzle breakdown Excel document <laughs> yeah hoping they and know I mean, what he watched Venture that's Brothers. in the case that's like those. that's more of a sort of narrative thing but I'm sure that the same sort of thing happens uh, with other games that's sure. not sorry we're talking about this for a while but that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's yeah. not that's not to say that there aren't instances I'm sure where someone does say I saw Gears of War you need to take this game that used to be a first-person shooter that played like Halo and pull the camera back and make it a third-person follow cam game with a cover system. Please see Fracture, released by LucasArts. <laughs> oh, snap. But, uh, <laughs> I haven't played that game. I just know that early stuff for it, it was first-person. <laughs> anyway, moving on. It's a video game. So, you know, stuff happens, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, games are games. Kitari Sapoznan writes... <laughs> Everyone who writes this has crazy names. I mean, I it's love the internet. <laughs> So, what are you guys wearing? Nothing. <laughs> what do you want? A shirt? Some pants? <laughs> That's very creative. Uh, also, Empire Total War! Exclamation point. Yeah. Colonization! Exclamation point. Red! G- games I'm interested in, but won't be able to play till next summer. Aww. Tell me if I should get them, M, next summer. Signed, Burkle. <laughs> Burkle? <laughs> Wizard! Burkle. Mm. Uh, it is kind of colonization that, uh, empire total war and colonization it is kind of funny that both of those games feature like a declaration yeah. of independence <clears throat> as the american colonies like weird i mean there's an example of i guess they infiltrated each other's development studios and spies decided that, <laughs> that this was the hot thing yeah you should probably play only one of them. History. You only really need to play one of them because the other one's going to be a uh, complete derivative. No matter which one thing, of the two yeah. that you play, <laughs> it's guaranteed that one of them, you know, you get the same experience both times. Yep. Yeah. Only by one of them. Have you guys played Colonization? No. no. I haven't played the new one yet. I played like a little bit of it. I did a press thing, but I haven't. Yeah, yeah, same here. I didn't really get into it. 
Empire Total War is looking pretty amazing, though. Yes, it is. It's going to be on Steam, too. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, yeah. It's actually one of the first games that has full Steam, Steam integration. Work, uh, yeah. Like, first third-party games, I mean. Yeah. Yep. It's got that. It's a lot of the matchmaking and the and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, friends list, and it'll tie right into Steam with all your other games. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, it's, glad, it's nice to see other publishers not that aren't just Valve actually doing that. Yeah, yeah cool. they haven't announced what the multiplayer stuff's going to be like, but I think it's going to be much more robust than the other games, so that can yeah, be exciting. Yeah. No, it'll be cool. Um, by the way, there there was a dude who seriously literally spent like an entire year on that game just programming the the ocean wave algorithms. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. It's pretty hardcore. The naval, the naval stuff in that game looks really awesome. Yeah, I'm... Uh, Looking forward to that. Yeah, Nick was... Is uh, that the game you guys were out on ships for? Yes. Yeah, we were on Pirates. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. We went to a press event. Nick and I went to a press event for this <laughs> that actually occurred on ships in the San Francisco Bay. Battle in, sail. Like in, yeah, in a mock <laughs> battle war, they actually fired cannons like yeah. with, that you lit with fuses. It was hardcore yeah. and awesome. They had like, you know, pantaloons. And our ship totally won. The, yeah. Uh, the Hawaiian chieftain mm-hmm. beat the Lady Washington. So take that, Lady Washington. Yeah, she took it. It was rad. It was pretty crazy. Anyway, um, moving on. Chaz writes, Empire Total War. Here. Empire Total War. How has moving to what I assume is primarily ranged combat affected the way the battles played out? It's hard to explain neatly, but it seems that a lot of what I associate with Total War strategy will be lost by not being able to engage and hold enemy units. Also, where can I get an I need a strategy chocolate t-shirt? It's a good question. <laughs> Um, oh man! Also, he needs uh, to take a strategy chocolate. He needs to get the get the <laughs> yeah. Someone the right. uh, sent me a message yesterday to let me know that strategychocolate.biz, I think now now redirects to Idle Thumbs. So that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> so a, a reader bought this domain. Re- I think so. Yeah. I hope that's wow. the right address. Or, or I'm, or I'm sending you please visit strategychocolate.biz <laughs> or the correct address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Anyway, um, you are awesome. Yeah, that how does cool. the range stuff affect the the combat? Is the question? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any opinion on that, Nick? Well, we haven't played it yet, but yeah. I mean, just from looking at the videos, I mean, I you know, it's it's going to be like I don't if you ever play like Sid Meier's Gettysburg. I mean, that's pretty fun from a strategy. I mean, you guys probably have no idea what the hell that was like, but <laughs> but, but I mean, like a lot of the stuff they're showing is is you know um, melee anyway. I mean, you know, yeah. they have the same, you can you can still stuff. charge and, and yeah. they've they've gone back to the sort of Shogun thing where where guys will actually duel you know break off from the from the block of you know the the brigade and, and and duel each other and stuff, they've got a lot of like animation stuff going on. So it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't think it's going to drastically affect things because once you know once two armies clashed in Rome Total War, it wasn't really you know like you're doing much either way. So it's still uh it's still two blocks coming together and hitting at the end of the day. Yeah, there's no you know strategy game. <laughs> yeah, it's a strategy game. I mean, it's just going to look a little different. That's about yeah. it. You know. <laughs> Okay. Strong praise. Yeah. So we, we actually have some other questions that I'm going to put up till next week because they're they're both really long. Um, but we should return to uh, Marital Wheat's question from a few episodes ago about whether he should buy Gears of War 2 because maybe it'll be the same thing as the first one. And he wants to know if he should save his money. And I think Nick can actually talk about that now after uh, sort of postponing it. Yeah. 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 I can talk about it now. Um what do you think? Is it will it? Will well, it, what here's was, the what thing. I like, say again. The question is: It will, bl- will it blow. Are Are you going to be blown away? IGN.com? Because IGN says you're going to be blown away, <laughs> and we want to know. 
<laughs> Honestly, and the reviews for this game were just stellar across the board. Best game. It was it was all that. It was like everybody said you're going to be blown away. I this wasn't is awesome. I wasn't blown away Did by the Microsoft campaign. Microsoft include a clause that said in order to to put your review up at the embargo, <laughs> you must include the words "blown away." They definitely did not do that. Okay. I could have. I could have slammed. I no. I mean, it was it was fun. Well, you could have I said mean, you won't be blown away. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how if I was blown away or not. Now I can't tell. Like what at what point are you blown? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> But no, anyway, so Gears of War the two. <laughs> the two. Yeah, no, I I mean the deuce. it's it, I hate to say more of the same, but I mean I mean that's uh, such a lame phrase. But is it visceral? Is it visceral? Is it more of the same? It's both. Is it it's solid <laughs> but not spectacular? I mean look, they they <laughs> here's my, my, my problem with the game is that a lot of the stuff that they added, and I've said this before, but I couldn't really list specifics. You alluded to it. Yes, I alluded before. to it, but but a lot of the stuff that they that they did differently in this game, you know, the large <laughs> a lot of the Oh god. A lot of the boss fights, a lot of the big set piece action stuff, you know, it's the, it's the thing where you've got the technology and they really want to use it, you know, like, we can put 100 guys on screen and you can just shoot them all and it'll be great, you know? Yeah. That sounds pretty badass. I shoot <laughs> <100 guys. laughs> But it, it, you know, when you're shooting dots on the screen from a... Di- dots? From, dots. With a, from, with a turret, it, I've done More that dots. before. That's not that much fun. That's like cameo. Like, I... It just... A lot of it... I. <laughs> That's not fun. It's like cameo, <laughs> cameo, fucking spirit of oh, spirits geez. or whatever that game was. Yeah, I have two copies of that right here. Oh, well, oh, we should whatever. give them away. We're looking at them right now for those those of you listening at home. Yeah, There's cameo one. elements of power. It's definitely a video game. Will it blow me away? IGN doesn't claim it blows you away. <laughs> Investigative journalism happening right here on the Adams podcast. Oh, Is it better yeah. than cameo? I would have to say it is greater than cameo. Yeah, okay, if you were gonna, yeah. So, a little more blowing than that. <laughs> okay, seriously. So it's not the guy doesn't necessarily ah! the guy doesn't necessarily need to buy it. Is what you're saying, marital wheat? It depends. I, I I would say if if the first game didn't didn't blow you away, then <laughs> the second one probably won't. No, there's it's you know no. If the first game did blow you away, and you want more of the same, th- go for it. And if you like multiplayer, especially the multiplayer, That's the multiplayer will blow That's you more away. The same. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God, wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Games. Video games. So Nick, you don't sound that impressed. I I had I enjoyed it, but I but. <laughs> But it didn't. It didn't blow me away, honestly. <laughs> we just, is that just like now the way we describe games? Yeah. <laughs> Did it blow you away? IGN.com. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with the wizard. <laughs> Jake likes the wizard, the master of magic, as some call him. Ah, uh, wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wizard. The This is Idle Thumbs 5.5. <laughs> the, the Wizard. wizard. <laughs> 2.0. 98.7. The Wizard. FM. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, my God. If we great. ever ever have some kind of live incarnation of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wizard live. What? The Wizard. <laughs> the Wizard. Okay. The Wizard is Wizard. Wizard.
Yeah, the wizard. Nick, the what do you think about poop? It's pretty great. Really? I think yeah. it's gross. How do you feel, Jake? <clears throat> um, sometimes I touch my poop. <laughs> really? No. Actually, That's horrifying. Okay. Thank, thank God that it's not happened. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, I wonder what it feels like, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could touch test, it through some, like, test the viscosity? Some, like uh, saran wrap. <laughs> You'd yeah, get maybe. the like, same sensation, probably. <laughs> like a glove. Like probably a glad bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like a glove made out of felt. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you'd, I think you'd really lose a lot a of the tactile, glove. tactile quality of them. Yeah. Like a velvet I'm glove like, cast yeah. in poop. <laughs> or just filled. <laughs> or filled. Filled. Yeah. Injected. Then I could feel my poop with a glove. <laughs> <laughs> Feel your poop in a glove. This conversation is surreal. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. Video game. Solve that poop issue. Computers. The wizard.